You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. Today, the Padres are in Baltimore for some interleague play against the Orioles. And here in San Diego, our host Mike Janela is patting his producer Blooper on the back for keeping this show on the air all the way to the first day of summer. How about that? Round of applause for Blooper getting something done. I did something. He did something, and it was a good something, too. Alongside Mike, it's Bill Center, who knows full well that Blooper Cam will be showing a lot of surprise on Seth's face for being acknowledged for accomplishing something. Yeah, Plus the expression of, I know totally nothing. Right, yeah, it's right in their faces. Right. Like, who put me in charge of all these buttons? Right. Um, Mouth open with nothing coming yeah. out. And even though it's not really day baseball today, Brady Phelps is still dressing the part due to the time difference to the East Coast. It's day baseball, and Brady, I'm glad you dressed for the occasion being right. live on Padre Social Hour. Day baseball. <laughs> now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Mike Janella, Bill Center, and Brady Phelps. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to Padre Social Hour. And uh, it's sort of, no, yesterday was first day of summer. It changes depending on the year, right? right. It's either the 20th or the 21st. And yes, we're now in the, the summer solstice. Right. Yeah, so uh, I felt Stra- that way Strawberry yesterday. moon last night. Was it? What does that mean? You don't know what a strawberry moon is? No, I know blue moon. I know uh, full when, moon. When the, the full, full, moon, full moon on the, at the solstice, the night of the solstice. Oh, I've never heard of that in my life. It happens once every f- uh, 50 years. <laughs> Which I would have known that. Right. I would have drank it and, a little uh, bit more. And that's well, an Algonquin thing that... Uh, a what? Algon- Algonquin tribe <laughs> that they used to call it the strawberry moon because that's when the strawberries were, pr- were the peak right. Wow. Look at that. We're 30 seconds in and already Brady knowledge. and I are dumbfounded with <laughs> all that we've learned uh, from the one and only Bill Center. How's it going? Welcome here. Uh, not quite day baseball. It'll be a 405 first pitch today as the Padres are on the road at Baltimore. We're taking you right up to it. Sort of day for us, but it will be nighttime over there in Baltimore. We've got a fun show. Always good when they get one of these uh, unique opponents that they don't get to see right. too often, so it'll be fun to talk about that. Uh, it was raining all day in Baltimore, but everything looks like it's clearing up now. Game that was Counting Crows lyrics, by the way. <laughs> was it? It's raining all day in Baltimore. I Look did not know up. that either. So Counting Crows. I'm learning more and more. Everybody uh, at home knows. We have, uh, we're going to preview the game and the series, a quick series, just a two-gamer. Uh, Blooper and I took a little field trip yesterday to the Midway Classic, the home run derby that was happening here in San Diego. So we'll uh, catch you up on how that went. Uh, Brittany Giroli, the MLB.com beat writer for the Orioles, is calling in as well. So we'll talk about that series with her. we got a lot going on. Make sure to jump in yourself using hashtag PadresSH or jumping on the chat that's happening live at Padres.com slash social hour. You rocking the red, white, and blue for the game later on today? Yeah, I was going to save that for later, but yeah, we get right to it. It's uh, Copa America. It's yeah. U.S. Argentina. They're kicking off once we get off the air later on, I think 5 o'clock uh, in Houston. So got the red, white, and blue shirt, the red, white, and blue socks. Bill's got his blue and white shirt. You've got your red shirt. And Inadvertently, we've all red, white, and planned blue. this out pretty well. Blue and white shoes. I'm, I'm dialed in. Yeah. Uh, he brought up the shoes because he did wear his dress uh, sneakers. <laughs> <But> right. <laughs> I, I will say normally people, it's flip flops. I know right. you think that I only wear flip flops to make you angry, so I today wanted to prove you wrong by that's wearing. That's not what shoes. makes me angry. That's <laughs> just, that's <laughs> just my presence off. is right. what that's makes you angry. Very yes. low on the list of the overall uh, uh, aggressions that you have against Bill Center. 
Um, all right, let's talk about this game and this series in particular. Uh, the Orioles, uh, they're first in the AL East. They're one of only five teams in the bigs with 40 wins already, so they look like a juggernaut right off the bat on paper, but they could be a little ripe for the taking. These guys, uh, they've lost, or they've gone four and six their last 10 after a hot streak, so they're struggling a bit. And because of a weird scheduling quirk with a makeup game that they had, they were home this weekend. They flew to Texas yesterday to play a makeup game there, a night game, a night makeup game. Flew back to Baltimore after the game. Didn't get to bed until like 6 in the morning East Coast time. Now they're up and ready for a game tonight. Do you have confirmation on all their bedtimes? Uh, Buck Showalter said it in an interview, so if uh, okay. the manager says it, I'm taking his word for it. <laughs> right. I don't know each individual's guy, maybe some little, little orange is the new black stream binge right. before bed or not, but in general, that's what they're dealing with. So uh, with all that, and the Padres left after their game here on Sunday, so right. they've been in Baltimore so been in there for, for a while. Yeah. You think that uh, helps the, their chances at all in this two-game set? You know, it all depends on how Baltimore, how the Orioles made that trip. If they got on the plane to go to Texas and there was a bunch of complaining and moaning and, oh, the schedule makers, are, are, you know, they've messed us over, this is horrible, then, yes, it works in the Padres' favor. But if they got on that plane and were saying, this is a challenge, we're going to go knock them out, you know, this is great, ask to do something extra special, we're going to go there, prove that we can do it, get back here and continue on, then I think it goes in the Orioles' favor. There's no way for us to know that, right? Behind the scenes. They can say all they want to the media, but we right, don't know right. how they actually... But you don't know how you th they got on that plane. And I mean, it, it makes an awful... And that's where leaders come in. If players are getting on the plane for that trip, and or even in the clubhouse on Sunday, complaining and bitching about how they're having to do this, oh, it's terrible, they've messed us over, you know, this shouldn't happen, then I, I think there's... Yeah, they've set themselves up for a fall. But if they get on that, if they are the mindset, this is a challenge, boy, we're up for it, doesn't make any th difference what we're doing, you know, and get a little excited about the adversity, then I think it works in their favor. Do you know enough about the clubhouse in Baltimore to uh, be able to know if they have that kind of leadership? I, I, feel I don't know, but I think that works with any unit, any team, any even business thing, when you're up against something, yeah. and every if they're if everybody's complaining and moaning about oh we can't get this done this is yeah. terrible, it, it's a disaster. But if but if somebody jumps in and says hey this is a challenge let's pull it off, yeah. then it w goes the other you know, way. It's a good question when we get uh, Brittany calling in here from the Orioles, see if she right. has any insight from right. it because she would know better than any of us. So smart money's on Billy Ripken. <laughs> it always is. Uh, let's get to today's pitching matchup. Let's get to that early and uh, take a look. It's two guys coming off very good starts, yeah. relatively speaking, for their performance, uh, but both trying to still prove themselves. And the pitching matchup presented by Water and Sports Physical Therapy, the official physical therapists of the San Diego Padres. You've got Luis Perdomo against Tyler Wilson. Now, Perdomo carrying an 8.79 ERA, which does not look that glossy uh, jumping off the page, but when you consider that he began the year at 54, he was <laughs> above 10 mo you know, a couple starts ago, this is progress. And then you've got Tyler Wilson with an ERA above four, but who just held the Red Sox in his last start at Fenway Park. Yeah, like three hits. To just three right. hits and one walk in eight innings. Yeah. So you've got two guys in Perdomo with the quality start his last time out. Uh, he's riding high, too. Uh, Brady, what's your, what's your faith level in Perdomo being able to replicate what we saw last start I'm, again tonight? I think that with Perdomo, unlike, I, I don't know, I feel like if you get a guy like, let's say, James Shields, who can have, like, an amazing start, and then he can do what he's done for the first three starts, 
and it's really, 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 really terrible. But the White Sox, yeah. Yeah, and they can go up and down and up and down. Whereas Perdomo, I feel like, you know, being a Rule 5 guy that you got to keep around and having him be a long inning guy early. And I feel like with him, he's just starting. I mean, he's so young. He's, what, like 14 years old? So I feel like he's he's starting just to really learn again. And so for him, I feel like a positive start like that is such an encouragement and a confidence booster. And he's just – he's learning the art of being a Major League Baseball pitcher, which – is something that you can only learn how to do by doing it. And so I think this is a huge, huge platform for him to launch off into. I like it a lot. Uh, uh, yes, I like it a lot, but uh, it's a difficult place to pitch, even for a veteran. And, uh, I, you know, this guy had never been above single A. He had never pitched in front of anything more than maybe four or 5,000 people before on any given day. And I think that this whole year has been a huge adjustment to him. I don't think we've seen where he's going to be yet. And I do think there are going to be, there are going to be highs and lows, and it's going to be very hard to predict going into any game how he's going to be pitching. Yeah, with a guy that age, it's, it's very right. high variance. Oh, he may come absolutely. out tonight and throw an eight-inning jam right. where he gives up one run, but then he may struggle you know, his next time out. And I, I think early on in any game sets the tone for him. Yeah, the good news is uh, Tyler Wilson, despite that great start he had uh, for the Orioles against the Red Sox his last time out, uh, his two starts before that only went four innings and five and two-thirds and gave up ten runs combined across those two himself. So he's someone I think that's uh, also that was, that's almost trying to work his way back. Yes, so we may see a lot of runs tonight. 54 year right? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> which means that, of course, we'll see a pitcher's duel where they both go seven and eight innings right. uh, when we expect all the runs to happen. Uh, one thing against uh, Wilson He's got a horrible Twitter handle. I got to talk to him if I ever. Oh boy! This guy what is it? T Willie eighteen. T underscore Willie eighteen. That seems just so. T Willie style, man. Why are you hitting yeah, on T so Willie? Because that's so. Fifteen years ago. Like, leave so that, what? Leave that with hey, Big Willie so style. So fifteen years then. ago. Yeah. Excuse me. It's a long time, bro. <laughs> Some of us think about so 60 years ago. That's, yeah. ha- that's half my life. 15 years ago, Bill's like, you talking about yesterday? What is yeah, that? exactly. <laughs> All right, so it's Luis Perdomo against uh, Tyler Wilson in that start tonight. And that's the Water and Sports Physical Therapy Pitching Matchup. San Diego's leader in aquatic and land therapy with seven convenient locations. Visit waterandsportspt.com. Now, uh, one good thing for the Padres, they will miss Manny Machado, one of the great players in all of baseball. He's serving a suspension. He'll miss these two games, then he'll be back. And we'll see him here at Petco Park next week because the Padres play two more against the Orioles. What do you guys think about these two-game series? These little just – we'll just drop these two-gamers in there in a bunch of three- and four-game sets. Right? I, I'm not a fan of two-game series. I like – I love three-game series. I mean, I can remember when uh, – I mean, three games was a short series. I, I just think that – what was the long series? Uh, they used to have five-game series. Uh, you know, uh, way back when in the 60s and 70s, uh, they'd play five, and then they'd, uh, they'd play three over the weekend to Monday and then take Tuesday off and travel. Ah. It, it was very interesting. You like these, these little, little two-game blips? I don't mind it at all. I think that it uh, mixes things up a little bit. It would, be, it would be ridiculous if they went out and did a two-day trip and didn't hang out on the East Coast for the rest of their... Right. You know, that would obviously be asinine, but, you know, just to split it up and come out here, I, I, don't, I don't mind it at all. It gives us a chance on home turf. Us. Us. 
on home turf, <laughs> and then uh, you're going to hear from your blogger fans on that one. Oh yeah, everybody loves me. No, we we've had this talk before with Scanlon on the show, and he actually likes it when the fans use we and us. He says as an athlete, he actually right. enjoys oh, yeah, that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, no problem. But here in show, it's, uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> his his blogger. I mean, there's already I'm sure there's stuff out there in Twitter <laughs> land ripping him for that one. Uh, for a lot of things, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. So, like you guys, so, you, so you, you don't love the two. You're cool with it. It's a bit of a different yeah, thing I like in the it. schedule. Mix it up. Yeah. And now we get to see, hopefully, Machado when he comes out here. Yeah, right. that, uh, again, uh, sort of that suspension, the Jordano Ventura uh, fracas that he got involved what with. What a little twit he is. Ventura? Yeah. Yeah. Guy deserves to get popped. He's like one of those little dogs that thinks he's a little, little bigger size than he is and likes yapping a lot. Yeah, and but then when it comes time to actually show his teeth, he cowers like a little child. Way to extend the, the metaphor. I like Whoa. that a lot. Yeah, that's well done. Bill's actually impressed. Nicely done. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, Woo! All right, uh, we're going to step away here for a sec and get uh, Brittany Giroli on the line from the MLB.com, from the Orioles, their beat writer. Uh, but first, it's also, uh, Brady, do you have your phone on you? I do. Because I have a, uh, an assignment for you right now. Okay. And Bill, I don't know if you saw this. This is weird. But, I don't know what's uh, going on. Trending on Twitter today. I got made fun of for bringing my phone on the show with Scanlon. So. Well, now that you're going to do it, we might as well embrace it. Uh, it was National selfie day today. Oh. Everyone taking selfies. Oh, yeah. Bill's already selfies? shaking his head. Let's take one right. now live here on, the, on the set. So we're going to tweet this out. Beautiful. Brady, All I want right. you to tweet that out. Use the hashtag PadresSH. Okay. Use hashtag National Selfie Day. And we want you guys, if you're watching, listening, wherever you're enjoying Padres Social Hour, take a selfie. Use the hashtag PadresSH and uh, prove to us that you're actually watching and listening and, and enjoying it, hopefully. No middle and fingers, yeah, please. please. Uh, the best ones and the best usable ones, we'll get them <laughs> on the air uh, at some point during the show. So send them our way. Again, hashtag PadresSH. Happy National Selfie Day, everyone. All right, when we come back here in a sec, we'll get back to tonight's game. But first, a reminder to check out the all-new Padres Flex Pass, the most flexible Padres tickets. You can purchase 8, 16, or 24 tickets with the flexibility to use them on your own terms. You choose which games and with how many people up to the last minute. Get your passes at Padres.com slash Flex Pass. When we come back, Brittany Giroli, who covers the Orioles for MLB.com, is calling in. We'll break down tonight's game and more. Don't go far. This is Padres Social Hour. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. At 4.05 will be the first pitch as the Padres take on the Orioles for the first of four games this year. Luis Perdomo against Tyler Wilson. They're over in Baltimore. We're here in the AMR studio. But now joining us on the Cholula hotline, calling in from Camden Yards, it's the MLB.com beat reporter for the Orioles, Britt Giroli. Britt, what's going on? Hey, how are you? We are great. Thanks for taking some time and, uh, and dialing us up. Uh, happy to talk to you. Let us know, though, you're there on the grounds. We were talking about how it was raining a lot uh, by you guys earlier today. What's the update now? Are we going to get this game off on time? Uh, I don't know if it's going to go off on time. I know they're going to try and, and make it go off because the Orioles have a, quite a week. I mean, yesterday they were in Texas for a makeup game. They have a doubleheader on Saturday. So right now the latest I heard was thunderstorms up until about 9 o'clock. Then after that it's pretty clear. So I don't know if they're going to be able to start this game. It's raining pretty hard right now. Uh, maybe if it clears up, but it, it looks like we're going to have some kind of delay. That's actually funny because uh, right before we went on the air, I was just looking through some tweets and Instagrams, and it looked like the tarp was off and the sun was out, and now we're seeing a live look, the same look you are. The tarp's back on. It looks miserable out there. So that's, uh, that's changed pretty quickly. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the unfortunate thing around here. The weather's changed very, very quickly uh, coming off of the Chesapeake. So 
hopefully it takes a turn for the better, but like I said, it's going to be a long night. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed for you that it uh, is, gets off the ground as quickly as possible. You mentioned the, the crazy week the Orioles have been going through, and we talked about it at the top of our show, particularly that trip to Texas yesterday. And uh, Bill here actually is wondering how that might have affected the clubhouse, but in a very particular way, Bill. Right. Did they, you know, I'm always interested when you deal with adversity as to whether or not the team goes into the adversity uh, complaining about, oh, look what's happened, this is what we got to do, or do they sort of go into it with a, this is a challenge, boy, we're up for it, let's go down there, let's win this game, get back here and start playing again. What was the Orioles' attitude going into that long flight? I think it was probably the latter. Uh, they, you know, you always hear that teams kind of mimic their manager, and that's really the case with the Orioles. They're not a team that really feels bad for themselves, and that's kind of the way that Orioles manager Buck Walter has made it. So they wanted to go and win that game, and they had enough hits to do so in the case of leaving a lot of guys on base not being able to, to really pull through. But they didn't go there and get blown out 10 and nothing. I think that would be more of a sign that you know, they just wanted to get it over with. I think today is probably the tougher game mentally, especially now with the weather. These guys are dealing with, you know, just a few hours of sleep. Uh, to be able to, to really dial it in today is going to be big. Great. You know, that's, that's good. I, I like a team that does that. I like, I like teams that sort of accept stuff as a challenge, go into it saying we're going to do the best we can rather than spend 10 hours complaining about, whoa, look what's happened to us. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Britt, this team's been so streaky all season. Uh, right now, we mentioned on the show four and six in their last ten, but before that, they'd gotten eight and one over their last nine. There's been some good streaks and bad streaks here and there. Uh, in the end, the win column still looks great. Uh, what works for this team in particular that the Padres can look out for, and what doesn't when they're going well and poorly, respectively? Well, what works for them when they're going well is that they're getting deep starts. And I say decent because the way this offense is structured, guys, they don't need these guys to go out and dominate over seven or eight innings. They just need six innings, three or four runs, and they feel okay because their bullpen and their lineup is really what carries the Orioles through. And when they're going well, it's when their pitching is kind of holding serve out of the rotation, and they're able to do what they do best to close out games, hit a lot of home runs. Now, when they're not going well, obviously on the flip side of things, is when their starting pitching is not going well, and they run into a little bit of a rough offensively. And you saw it earlier this year in Houston. They are a high-power, high-strikeout lineup. And if a pitcher is on, they really struggle because they can't match them in the rotation. And if the lineup doesn't score five or six runs, they have a hard time winning those games. So it really comes down to the rotation with the Orioles. Hey, Brett, Brady Phelps here. Uh, question about kind of this team coming from a smaller market here in San Diego, we know that when, um, you know, East Coast teams come over here and play, they're, you know, outside of maybe Matt Kemp or Will Myers, uh, Fernando Rodney, there might be a, an entire team of people that some of the East Coast fans maybe have not even heard of. And I'm just kind of curious, you know, for us West Coast uh, fans and, and people here in Southern California that are, that are watching the show, who, who should we be watching out for? I mean, we, obviously you've got the Machados, you got Adam Jones. You've got Chris Davis. Like, are there are there guys on the team that maybe are flying under the the national radar for us out here on the West Coast? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when you look at Jonathan Scope, uh, their second baseman, what he's able to do recently, uh, he's a, a big old boy that can for power and uh, defensively has really stepped it up. And I think on a national level, closer Zach Britton, who is, has not blown a save all year, 
as an ERA under one. Uh, he's just been absolutely fantastic. I know people think he's good, but I just think on a national level, hasn't really gotten that kind of play. Of course, without Darren O'Day right now, you can make a case that Brad Brock, who has become kind of that seventh, eighth inning man, you look at his stats and you say to yourself, this guy could go to the All-Star game, but more than likely he'll get overshadowed. So there are definitely some really good stories with this Orioles team, and one of the biggest was probably Hun Su Kim, uh, one of the outfielders that they didn't want to make the team. They wanted to send him down. Contractually, he was obligated to make the team. They buried him for a while, and now he's probably been their most consistent hitter over the past month of the season. So a lot of really good stories for them so far. Yeah, that's good stuff. Britt, what happened to uh, a, a player that you got from us named Odrissimer Despagna? What, uh, uh, I, I know he didn't make, where is he now? He's with them. He's on the team right now. Oh, he is. Uh, I, yeah, yep. He was called up the other day. I know they, they have a lot of roster transactions. Um, but he was called up the other day, and if they don't use him tonight in long relief, guys, he could start tomorrow. They need a starter for tomorrow still. So you could once again become very familiar with Despagna. Have you met his parrot? <laughs> he really does have a pet he parrot. Does a par- he does have a pet parrot. Maybe he didn't bring it from San Diego. I don't know. Yeah, but I'd love to hear it in a more tropical climate. Uh, all right, Britt, thanks so much uh, for calling in. We really do appreciate it. And, yeah, hopefully the delay is not too lengthy. Um, hey, is, uh, is A.J. Casavell out there on that trip? Have you seen him yet, the Padres beat writer for MLB.com? He is. Yes, he is. I, I'm so used to seeing Corey Brock, but A.J. is here. <laughs> yeah, no, AJ had some uh, some tough times getting there. I think his flight was canceled like two or three times. Hey, uh, give him a hard time for the Twitter following because you're up at like 40,000. He's only around 4,200, so make sure you rub him, <laughs> rub him about that when you see him. All right, it takes some time. It takes some time. We so certainly do, so it would be nice for you to do it as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Brittany, thank you very much, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again, and uh, hopefully, again, the weather gets better uh, as soon as possible out there at Camden Yards. Thank you. All right, guys, take care. Thanks, Brett. All right, that is uh, Britt Geruli on the Cholula Hotline. Uncapped real flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. When we come back, uh, these selfies are coming in on National Selfie Day. Folks enjoying Padres Social Hour. To much to Bill's chagrin about the uh, selfie culture we live in. You love it, Bill. We're <laughs> back with more Padres Social Hour right after this. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Our thanks again to Bridget Rowley for calling in from MLB.com. Man, that weather did turn quickly. Uh, I know. The last thing I saw was Jesse's tweet. Like, yeah, hey, I saw the same on. thing, too. Jesse's oh. like, oh, time for some baseball. Jesse's and a liar. a storm right. rolling back in. One night uh, when I was back there covering the Padres several years ago, I, I have a, I've been to Baltimore about three or four times. There's a great little niche hotel right in the corner, just about a two-minute walk from the ballpark. And just as I left the ballpark, like at 11.45 at night, just as the gates closed behind me. Gates closed ju- and the heavens opened? Right. Oh, it poured. Nice. And by the time I got to that hotel, and, and there's a bunch of cobblestone. It's not a regular sidewalk. And so you're pulling your, you know, your equipment across the cobblestone. It's bouncing up and down, just pouring. And I had to weigh about 
60 pounds heavier in water <laughs> by the time I got to the yeah. lobby. But and they were not happy to see me walk into that lobby. Uh, I'm sure not, dragging in all the right, water with right, you. Yeah, right. the, the travails of They're Bill like, on the road. Yeah, let me guess, San Diego? Figures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, what do we do with him? Uh, we talked to you, or we told you guys earlier, send us your selfies. Brady, you did. You, in fact, tweeted it out. The I one did, that we took against here, my better judgment. Show. I oh, did. you love it. Right. Uh, Bill hates it, but you guys love it. I love it. It's National Selfie Day. We asked you to send us selfies of you guys watching or enjoying the show. Our national uh, ego test day. We've got uh, Dennis uh, tweeting in. Behind the scenes on my end. Oh, he's on a board too. Blooper. Mm. Watch out for your job, buddy. Hey. Uh, hoping rain doesn't he's chase baseball away. <laughs> One day off already. <laughs> Seems too long. Yeah, he looks very good at his job, Dennis. Uh, Noah tweeting in. Sorry, guys. Show was not exciting enough for little Boomer. We put his dog to sleep. Man, Man, that's not encouraging, hey. I guess. We'll have to ramp up the excitement here. I didn't get the app mention on that one either. That's cool, Noah. Yeah, no, you, you added me, you added Bill, but not Brady. I'm right He's here, very bro. very upset. And then I don't know how this one snuck in. Blooper took a mid-show oh selfie. Boy. Do your Ugh. job, Blooper, instead My of focusing on selfies. Oh, jeez. Oh, Unbelievable. How about maybe keep, the show, about uh, keep the show going? Yeah, that's yes. the important thing. Um, all right, we're talking the Orioles, and uh, you mentioned some of their uh, big names when in that interview, Brady. Uh, the Adam Joneses, the Chris Davises right now, Manny Machado. But when you think the Orioles, you think... Billy Ripken. <laughs> I'm sure you're Billy the only Ripken. one. <laughs> Cal Ripken, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Much like brother. Luke Powell. Yeah, th that's who you think of first when you think no, of the I Orioles? No, I think Cal Ripken, okay, but good. Luke Powell's yeah. huge in there. No, of course. Uh, I mean, uh, Frank Robinson? Yeah, Jim Palmer. I mean, you can go right. all oh, up yeah. and down the thing. Reggie but Jackson? He was a legend in Baltimore. You, yeah. When you think of the Orioles, that's the one guy you think of before all the others, and they've had many. It's Cal Ripken. Uh, same thing here in San Diego. Brooks it's Robinson? Tony Gwynn. Yes, Brooks Robinson, for Be sure. Before Brooks Robinson? Cal you Ripken? think of Cal yes. Ripken before 100%. Brooks? Come on. Come on, Bill. Oh, look at you. You're pulling at me. You're just trying yeah, to beat him. Just, just <laughs> prodding the bear with, uh, for no reason in particular. Here's uh, Billy. Uh, I mean, Cal, sorry. Yeah, there we go. Watch some Cal Ripken <laughs> highlights, of which there are many. Um, so we were talking about this when the Braves were in town, Blooper and I were, about sort of the faces of the franchise and who you, who you think of first when you think of a Major League Baseball Dale team. Dale Murphy, definitely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Hank. Um, and the thought was, I mean, who do you think? Hank Aaron, I assume, Bill, Absolutely. right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Because um, growing up in New York when the Mets and Braves had their big rivalry, it was always Chipper Jones was public enemy number one. And seeing a lot of jerseys of Atlanta fans that were here for this series, it was a lot of Chipper Jones jerseys, not that much Hank Aaron. So got me and Blooper talking about you know, at what point does maybe a franchise have multiple guys that can contend for this spot? And whether or not it's a, a young versus old thing. And I was asking uh, different cousins of mine, different friends at different ages. And I was curious. So my one cousin, he's 20 years old, and I asked him for a bunch of teams. Wow, I'm, he's I'm, experienced. Well, th that was the point because I want to <laughs> see what the, what the youth is saying about baseball. Yeah, what they why think are you hating today? on the kids, Bill? Yeah. Oh, man. But so in a little history. Yeah, well, exactly. So here's what I, here's what I want to get your take on. So I asked him on a couple of teams that have some options. Braves, he said Hank Aaron. This is a 20-year-old. Good for him. Yeah, very good for him. Yankees, Babe Ruth. Good, good for, for him. Pretty fair, right? Mickey Mantle, right. but whatever. Mickey Mantle, but uh, yeah, you, okay. you could. Uh, Dodgers, Jackie Robinson. Good. Yes. Hey, I like this kid. And then it starts going a little Can bit off the cliff here. Can we get him here instead of you? <laughs> he's still in school, so I think he's a little bit busy. But maybe uh, next season you can ask him once good. he graduates. Here's where it gets a little bit different. Red Sox, who do you think of first? Ted Williams. Ted Williams, absolutely. He said David Ortiz. Yeah, and I get that. David I, Ortiz. Yeah, but right, I can understand that. But it's a lot better than saying Manny Ramirez. I like David Ortiz. Sure. But I still think the face of the franchise, and I think many Boston people would too, would say Ted Williams. But, you know, you could just as easily with, with Babe Ruth, you know, you can, you can name, obviously, Mantle, DiMaggio, Lou Gehrig, and right, now, right. more recent, Jeter. obviously Jeter. Yeah. And so right. I don't think that this young fan base 
when they say David Ortiz, I don't feel like that's disrespecting no, no. Ted Williams. I no. just think it's another face that has come along because faces of the obviously Tony Gwynn. It's going to be a long time, if ever, probably never, that Tony Gwynn is replaced as the face of this franchise sure. because sometimes those generational players they they don't come along very often. Like you can't tell me that in the '70s the Yankees, if you would have asked them that question, they wouldn't have said Garrick DiMaggio, Mantle. Or Ruth, they're not going to say, "Oh, Dave Rigetti right. or, or no. Thurman Munson." You know, like they're not; those guys were great players during their time, but they were—they're not the face of an entire organization. And the players you talked about, like Gwyn, transcended just right. one one generation. Well, then he—I gave him some more. So for the Giants, he picked Barry Bonds over Willie Mays. For the Cardinals, Albert Pujols over what many would think would be Stan Musial. Well, yeah, yeah, and that's the, terrible. Right. See, and now the, if you're in St. Louis, I think you've got a completely different attitude. How, how so? I think that because... Those guys are still bitter that he's right, on the Angels right now. Right. Uh, and, and in St. Louis, they are very much into the history of the Cardinals, and they know Musial. Yeah, uh, this kid would get, like, chewed up and spit right. out for saying Pujols over Musial oh, if he was in St. Louis. Right. right, but there's a lot more baseball fans outside of St. Louis than in St. Louis, right. when you're looking at the broader scheme of the game. Yeah. My bigger question that I took from this, because he did... He's kind of half and half where some teams he names or franchises newer guys, and some older guys. Which so is fine. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think a guy has to do? What makes Babe Ruth the pick for the Yankees but not Ted Williams for the Red Sox? What makes one sort of transcendent over generations to the other or over the other? Well, I think that Ruth is still considered by many. I mean, the 714, it's been eclipsed, but it will never be eclipsed in the minds of people. And to have that type of huge personality that he had. There's Ruth. never been a bigger ball right. player there's than never, Babe Ruth. Right. There's Maybe never been a bigger figuratively or literally. Right. That so was a little fat joke. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, so, so you think more than market, the, market, the marketability, the, uh, the, the aura, yeah, as I mean, much as what happens in the field. Some guys just the game yeah. when you're in part of the right. – like the, the and world. The, Go ahead. The Giants one is difficult because Mays – Played in in New York and San Francisco. Sure, yeah. But I mean, he is still revered in in both cities. I and I don't think Barry. A lot of people still they they don't they view Bonds differently. Yeah, of course, because right. there wasn't all this controversy swirling. Right. I mean, I guess you can consider he played seven years in New York before at the right. Polo Grounds before they came out to you know in '58 with the Dodgers. But and Mays is beloved. Right, there was no there was no controversy about him personally, right. like there no, was Bonds. No. But I understand for I mean, Bonds is the guy, whether we like it or not, that passed up both Ruth and Hank Aaron, mm-hmm. and so like that his level, he did transcend the game. I think when that was happening, and and if you take steroids out of the equation and call it ignorance, call it youth, whatever. When I was watching, like I didn't like um, him as a player because he was on the Giants, and I hated the Giants, and I still do, but. Watching, I've never seen anything like it when he got up to the plate. And if you pitched him a strike, it was a home run. It was the most absurd thing I've ever seen. Is that baseball. bats were magnetic, for yeah. better or for worse, for whatever the reasons were? Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, interesting conversation. As and as as baseball continues, you know, year after year, you're only going to get younger generations that maybe don't remember the old guys unless they've done something iconic or had that larger than life aura about them. Interesting to see the future this of the game. This is a fun game. We could do an entire segment on just naming right. a team and who's the first person that comes to mind. Yeah. That's uh, fun. We could. Tampa but, Bay. But right now, uh, Evan, Wade Long- Boggs. Evan Longoria. <laughs> right? Yeah, Wade Boggs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, all right. But now we've got to go to break. And before we go, I want to remind you that Major League Baseball All-Star Week is coming to San Diego. Get in on the action July 8th through the 12th. 
by visiting All-Star Fan Fest, the world's largest interactive baseball theme park. Tickets available at allstargame.com slash fanfest. Speaking of that week, we're going to break down the celebrity softball rosters when we come back. More of your selfies are coming in, and we'll talk about that Midway Classic that Blooper and I attended yesterday. It was a fun event. We'll tell you all about it when we come back on Padre Social Hour. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. Well, 4.05 was the scheduled first pitch time for Padres at Orioles, but with the rain going out down there out in Baltimore, that is most likely not going to happen. But we're still here with you, taking you up to that time here on Padres. Do we Social get to have Hour. like a three-hour show today? Yeah, let's just, just go. Going. I mean, because we were running right into the right. start we, of the game, we right? Can continue that. Uh, that Should we extend this sucker out? Are, are, are you okay spending that much extra time with Brady? Sure, huh? Nobody. We can, we really? can pick huh? the. Uh, uh, don't be striking me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are close, but not that close. You're not allowed to touch Bill yet. That's an earned oh, privilege. Um, no, and the fans have been uh, they've been riding along with us, uh, sending we, in we those go selfies. Team by team, thirty teams. Pick your uh, pick your best. We'll see one. if we have time for that. Okay. Yeah, and then we'll go to the NFL. Yeah, yeah perfect. We'll do all the big four sports. Yeah, <laughs> Minnesota Wild. Let's not got. do any of that. Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota Wild. Yeah, Blooper finally doing his job. Um, so the selfies coming in on National Selfie Day. Uh, you folks watching us or enjoying us wherever you can. First from Joyce tweeting in, loving it. She brought us the donuts the one time. Right. She not, she took a selfie, as you pointed out in the break break. Yeah. She took a selfie holding our selfie watching yeah, that. Yeah, this that's is that's like next good. level Twilight Zone right. stuff. Yeah. Right. This, I, is, uh, this, is, this is like an episode of Inception. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah, know yeah. how to do the first one, so the second one would be virtually impossible. <laughs> that's all right. Good thing that yeah. other people do uh, are more technically adept. Like her phone was huge. Uh, all the way. <laughs> <laughs> All the way out in Australia, we got Ozzy Villa catching Padre Social Hour at work all the way around the world. Is he really in Australia right now? Is yeah. That right? Hey, that's, that's one of our, sweet. That's one of our global he's fans. He's rocking uh, the brown. He's looking he's good. He's even got what RJ. Part? What part? Perth or the East Coast? He can't actually hear you talking right <laughs> now. <laughs> no, I'm just wondering. Tweet him back. Find out where he's at. Let us know where you're watching. Yeah, tweet uh, him back. I think Perth. I think I saw him tweet once from there, but I don't want right? to. I don't want to be uh, putting things putting things out there. Let us know. Tweet us and uh, give Swan us a an update. All right, we're getting Bill's uh, Bill uh, Bill's Fromers of Australia here in no time. Uh, this one coming in from uh, Juan Largo, and uh, look at that. He took a selfie with Bill, oh, judging him hey, for taking a that? selfie. <laughs> I like that one. He oh says, the look, I, the look I get from TV Bill for taking a selfie is priceless. <laughs> man, that is really That's good. That's pretty good. That uh, is great. And then earlier you were complaining that you weren't added in that one selfie. I wasn't complaining. Noah. I was mocking. I was making so a joke. I don't no, care. Noah wrote back at us and you says, cared. sorry, ran out of characters. Uh, uh, so that was his explanation for why uh, Brady was not I involved. I ran out of in ego to yeah. care. Yeah. So. <laughs> sure you did. No, you yeah, know that that one kidding. I got plenty of ego. Yeah. All right, so uh, yesterday, uh, Lake Elsinore, the Padres' uh, advanced AFL League, they're hosting the Carol California League, Carolina League All-Star Game this year. It's happening tonight. A lot of C's. But yeah, a lot of C's. Yesterday, they hosted the Home Run Derby, and they did it on the deck of the Midway here in yeah. San Diego, the Midway Classic. And Blooper and I and Nikki and Natty all went there to check it out. You saw a bunch of the Padres, uh, their minor league, their All-Stars were there. They had six guys named to the All-Star team, five of whom were there. Uh, Denelson LeMay since got promoted. And uh, they just had the home run derby. Guys just hitting balls out into the bay and people going out there to, to uh, grab them. And it was just, I mean, an awesome event. It was a lot of fun. And uh, Blooper, what would you think of it? you have a good time? I had a lot of fun. It was fun hanging out with you and Nikki and Natty. It was good. <laughs> you guys... 
You guys Sucking are weird name yeah, dropping. They're trying to get politically yeah, you can't correct. Forget that they were that they were here. It yeah, was, they, it was a great time. No, they were there. It wouldn't have been the same without them. Uh, I mean, it, the, the one thing, and Lake Elsinore did a great job. They hosted it well. It was fun. Seeing the balls fly out into the distance was great. But the format was still the older format that Major League Baseball did at the All-Star Game. You had uh, 10 swings per round, most, num most home runs per uh, swing, and then you advance. And after what MLB did last year with the timed rounds, where it's by right. five minutes as opposed to number of yeah. swings, I'm never going back. That's like first class uh, to coach. For me now, timed rounds is the way to do it. You so guys you, so you, you were able to overlook the awesomeness of launching baseballs off the midway and you still are going to nitpick about the format? Not nitpicking. If I have, it's one suggestion, constructive criticism. My one suggestion is timed rounds next year. It would be awesome. Seeing guys trying to pepper balls as fast as possible. They probably the will do that. So probably you forget everybody you went with. You don't like the rules of the thing. You're just a mess. So what are they going to do? I Fly it. everybody it out here from Car the Carolina League next year so they can have it again here? That's what, they, that's what they did. They flew these guys in. Right, but next year the game's back there. Oh, oh well I'm saying in any home run derby, not necessarily on the midway. Why don't but we if take they the midway to, to them? We just, you know, right. <laughs> loop, loop it around, around yeah, the down country. the Panama Canal and take, <laughs> it, take sure. it on across. Um, you guys like, have we talked about the home run derby? It's coming up. We'll talk more as July comes here. But you like the new format? I'm, you know, I like the new format better than the old one, but I'm not a big fan of the home run derby. At all. No, nah, I just. You wouldn't. I, it's so fun. I love the Derby, man. How do you not now like I the Derby? I used to love the old TV show. I, what are we talking about? What is – what? <laughs> Home Run Derby. The, the, uh, this, the yeah, I remember back, yeah, black TV and white. Show. Yeah, back in right. the offseason, they'd have right. guys have like one-on-one -on -one Home Run Derbies that? in the offseason. How do you know what he's talking about? And I don't. <laughs> I'm an 80-year-old man trapped right. in a 30-year-old no, body. Have, you never saw that. I've oh, seen it. it. No. Because it's, it's no. run We've on. We've seen it too. Okay. It, well, it, I'm just culturally illiterate they apparently. Run the, yeah. e, they run the uh, reruns every once in a while on the MLB channel, and I think ESPN2 is carried at times. It only ran one season. It became this cult hit. Uh, yeah, real, real big cult hit. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, the, you, I love the three actual of the four people though. on the set know it. So right. you're. Yeah, the but that doesn't mean it was a hit. You had guys Whatever. like I love Aaron. the Derby. Never heard like of it. Aaron and I mean, it was amazing to watch. I've heard of Hank Aaron. Yes. Good time. Uh, but I mean, the home run derby will be fun. Another thing that we uh, did not talk about yesterday, but that was announced for All Star Week, was the announcement of the. All-Star Celebrity Softball yeah. Game. Well, yeah. the first still, round still of announcements. Still waiting for my invite. Yeah, so am I. You and I both. Yeah. You, can, you can pick a number. Um, so it's the first round of announcements, so there's still more to come. But uh, you guys saw the list, I'm sure. A couple big names. Mark Paul Gossler, friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the show. Uh, he'll be out the there. Right. Uh, J.K. Simmons, who's an Oscar winner. Landon Donovan scored the most iconic goal in U.S. soccer history. Uh, Nina Agdal, the uh, SI swimsuit model. Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy. Uh, plus a bunch of uh, you know, players, former players. Ozzy Smith and Raleigh Fingers, per usual. But Trevor Hoffman will be here as well. Uh, Tim Raines will be great. Any Rock. Rains. Yeah, who are you most excited from that first group to, to see? I want to see, I wanna see Landon out. Donovan scissor kick the, the pitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we're not, talking that's about. Not, right that's, not, right that's not legal. He'd yeah. have to use a bat. <laughs> right. But, yeah. I mean, no, Landon Donovan would be cool. Yeah, Donovan, I like Donovan a lot. I think he's a good dude. Um, I, Nina Agdal is, like, really – she likes hats a lot, and I like hats. So that that's I, the that's the connection. That's the reason I think that she's really great and like her. A lot. Oh yeah. Otherwise, there. Were, I mean, there are a lot of guys. That <laughs> <laughs> what? Not nothing. No, what are you guys talking? What else would I have to yeah. to like her? Okay. For? 
No, she's a, yeah. she's a lovely woman, and we're yeah. excited to have her here. And she wears. I'm hats. actually. I think it's pretty fun. That I like every year that Raleigh and Ozzy come out and do it. It'll be obviously rad that Hoffman and and Tim Raines do. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, J.K. Simmons, uh, who everyone knows, Simmons you know, Whiplash or from you know Jonah Jameson as so Spider-Man. Jacked. But and this wasn't for the softball game, we don't think. But this picture made the rounds a couple weeks ago already. Uh, look yeah. how ripped he is that for is a 61-year-old man. He's actually getting in the gym for his role as uh, Commissioner Gordon in the upcoming Justice League movie. Uh, but MLB's Cut 4 uh, tweeted out yesterday. Turns out J.K. Simmons was just getting jacked in the like celeb softball game. The thing that's game. funny about that picture is, I mean, there's, there's not much weight. And then see how he's got that, that, that like metal thing across his torso? Right. Yeah. I think that like locks onto the arms, you know, so his arms don't go back. So right. it's like pushing out his arms so it makes him look like triply big. Yeah, so maybe he's not as big as it looks yeah. in that photo. I don't think he's like... You know, the Incredible Hulk just yet. I think that was a little bit... Staged? Of, you might say staged, yeah. Slightly. Still. That'd be like, see, be like, like oh, check out my biceps, and then you, like, you know, you push your arm away up and be like, what? I'm not doing anything. Okay. Still. So we'll, we'll see it in person because he's going to be here as part of the Celebrity All-Star I'm going to arm yeah. wrestle him. He's good, old. Good luck. Let's get that it. on the show live. It'll be uh, some fun for at least Bring him on. us that are watching. Uh, meanwhile, help create a world without cancer by joining Padres Pedal of a Cause, an annual cycling fundraiser with the goal of paving the way for a cure for cancer. Pedal of a Cause is November 12th and 13th, starting and ending right here at Petco Park. Anyone can ride or you can get involved by volunteering or donating directly to the cause. Visit GoPedal.org to learn more and register today. When we come back, we get a little head-to-head -head challenge. It's Brady versus Blooper for the second straight time. Oh Don't go far. This is Padres Social Hour. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. Welcome back to Padre Social Hour. We've just been given an update from the uh, intrepid Nikki Patriarca here that uh, tonight's game now officially will not start on time. The Padres and the Orioles because of weather. There still is no uh, start time that has been announced. It just won't be 4.05. So uh, Padres will be a little bit delayed out so in Baltimore. Are we extending ourselves? or No, I got to get out of here because I can't spend any more time with the two of you more than I am Whoa. paid to. Yeah. Alex. Dinner plants. Yeah, there we go. Connery and Trebek. Yeah. We're back. That's, uh, <laughs> Sad you missed that. We had our little lesson. Brady, yeah. we can move you into that seat. Yeah, that's not a bad no, idea. No, we can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, some more tweets coming in. Uh, we asked our, our, our buddy out in Australia, uh, at Aussie Villa, tweeting in and uh, with a selfie before, and you asked where he lives, and he's uh, wrote back. He lives in Adelaide. Okay. And he says, love your work, mate. That's to you. Right. That's pretty good. Hey. I was, yeah, I was in Australia for five months, so uh, it's, uh, I love the country. I love the country. Well, you were there, America's Cup? You America's were Cup. And Perth, Fremantle, lived, actually lived in Fremantle, got down to the Margaret River, went up the Swan River away. Great, great country. That's never been to Australia, but it's top of my right. list to, but to I've, make I, it out there. Now, I've only been to Western. I want to see Eastern Australia sometimes. Right, there you go. Uh, we found out he's a Padres fan in Australia. The intrepid Nikki Patriarch are also reporting this uh, during the break. Uh, he studied abroad here back in the day, 70s and 80s, and the family that he lived with, Padres fans, he jumped on it, and now he's been a fan ever Sweet. since. Sweet. It's been great. Yeah, Nikki wouldn't cool. stop talking during the break. Right. <laughs> but it's good information, so it's been useful. All right, let's get to our uh, lineups for today, presented by United Airlines. Whenever this uh, game does get going, it'll be Travis Jankowski in center field for the Padres, with Will Myers at first base behind him. Then it's Matt Kemp in right field, with young Harris Salarte at third base. Melvin Upton Jr. plays left. Ryan Schimpf will start at second, while Derek Norris catches. Christian Bethencourt gets in the game as a DH, and Alexa Ramirez rounds out the lineup batting 
9th. Takes us to our Supercuts head-to-head challenge. And we didn't have one yesterday because there was no game. The day before that, it was Brady versus Blooper, and Blooper got the win. So he's now up by 13, 37 Rigged. to 24. But the first pick goes to you today, Brady. So I'm going with Old Faithful. Who you got? Will Myers. There you go, Will Myers. That's who got Blooper his win last time. That's who's getting everyone a win uh, Well, lately, it's just silly at this point not to pick him. He's playing out of his mind. One so. of the best hitters in all of baseball this month. Yeah. Smart move. Blooper, who you got? I'm going to go with uh, Christian Bethencourt. Nice. I like it. Nice. The that, pitcher, pitcher DHing, yeah, as Brady said on Twitter earlier today. Terrible joke. Um, and that one more, uh, one more selfie that just came in uh, on National Selfie Day. Best one so far. It's uh, it's Nikki Patriarca <laughs> again, and Maddie Grinch here, uh, the intrepid Nikki Patriarca. <laughs> Maybe this will get us some, some recognition on Padres social. I like it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, we're gonna come back to wrap things up, but first a reminder that at Supercuts they pay attention to every detail. The cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at Supercuts.com. We'll be back, like I said, to put the finishing touches on this episode of Padres Social Hour. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. We're back tomorrow at 3 o'clock for Game 2 and the series finale of the two-game set at Baltimore. Uh, Randy Jones and Mike Grace will be joining me here on Padres Social Hour. But uh, I enjoyed having you guys here. This was a lot of fun. Sometimes I feel like if we filmed the commercial breaks in this little studio set, it would be better than what we end up doing actually like that, right that's now. That's real encouraging <laughs> for what we end up putting on the air. Thanks, Thank you for Brady. your vote of confidence. Where did that just come from? I don't know. This is, I mean, that, that's just a lost I'm just saying, right like, there. I'm awesome on the show or in during the breaks, and maybe awesome. you guys need to start stepping up your game a little bit. I'm well, awesome some of us are busy working trying to get the show on the air. We don't just sit on the end of the couch I'm there. I'm awesome sit on the end and show. look yeah. like a bum under the So third. selfie day and ego day, definitely a parallel. All in one, especially right. with this one, Brady right. Phelps. Yeah, exactly. Love you guys. You're the worst, Brady. Love the show. That's Again, nice first pitch is delayed. We do not know for how long, but uh, Padres and Orioles will hopefully get underway at some point tonight. In the meantime, uh, send Brady all your selfies, all of them, <laughs> oh at Lobshot. No He's going to want to yeah, see them send them all, all at Lobshot. Oh. We're back again tomorrow at 3. Intrepid Nikki Patriarca, thanks for all your help today, and thanks to you guys for watching. Too, this man. is Padres Social Hour. See ya. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Championship team.